Welcome to Riches in Christ Radio Ministry with Diane Kennedy. Please stay tuned at the end of today's lesson. We'll give you information on how you can acquire this week's tape, along with information about our weekly meetings and website. Now, here's Diane Kennedy. This week, we're continuing our discussion of the importance of knowing the hope that we have because we've been called to become God's sons and daughters through faith in Christ. We're actually going to bring our discussion to a conclusion this week. And I said yesterday, for the past couple, several weeks, three or four weeks here, we have been focusing on the fear and anxiety that is just raging in our country uh, due to discord over politics and government officials. We had a contentious election. Some people are very happy with the outcome. Some people are not. And there's great strife and discord as a result, and it's producing fear. The antidote to the fear and the emotional angst is knowledge of the big picture and the hope to which we're called. Whether you're happy or unhappy about the current state of our country, Here's what we all need to recognize. The outcome of an election doesn't change what's coming on the earth. Good or bad, Jesus is still coming back soon to complete the plan of God, and that's good. He's going to establish the visible kingdom of God on this earth, and God will dwell with his people on the earth forever. The other side of that coin is his return, according to the scripture, will still be preceded by increasingly challenging times. Whether you like our current administration or whether you dislike our current administration, it's not the answer. You see, Jesus is our answer. The rightful king of earth is about to return and reclaim the kingdoms of this world and make them his own. And that hope, that's our blessed hope, our happy hope. That's what we talked about last week. That's our hope as we look around, whichever side you're on in all the arguments that are going on, our hope is the rightful king is about to return and take control of the kingdoms of this world and make them his own. Consider several thoughts. The book of Revelation is actually an eyewitness account of events. It was given to the Apostle John, but it's an eyewitness account of events in heaven and on earth immediately preceding the second coming of Jesus to reclaim the earth for himself. Um, John, in this vision, he all the information was given to John in a vision, and John saw Jesus take control of the kingdoms of this world. Revelation eleven fifteen, which is describing the culmination of his return and the culmination of God's plan, says the kingdoms of this world are become the Lord's and his Christ's. That's a fulfillment of Isaiah 9, 6. Isaiah 9, we're all familiar with it. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, a beautiful verse on Christmas cards, but it goes on to say, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. Well, that line right there, those those two statements, they're a reference to the first and second coming of Jesus. Jesus came the first time 
2,000 years ago, born as a baby in Bethlehem, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. He has not yet taken control of the governments of this world. That will happen in connection with his second coming. And John witnessed it. Now, this will actually be a fulfillment of what was shown to the prophet Daniel 600 years before Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Everybody always, I have people all the time say to me, oh, let me know when you're going to teach on the book of Revelation. I'll come to your Bible study. I'll come to your meeting. Uh, You know, I appreciate what they're saying, but if all you know about the second coming is the book of Revelation, you don't know much. The book of Revelation describes the culmination of the plan And you cannot properly understand the book of Revelation unless you understand everything that's leading up to it. The events described in Revelation, many of them are first introduced in the book of Daniel. Now that's a whole can of worms for another day, but let me make the point relevant to our present discussion. Um, Jesus is coming his second coming to take control of the kingdoms of this world will be a fulfillment of what was shown to the prophet Daniel 600 years before Jesus came to earth as a baby in Bethlehem. Daniel interpreted a dream had by King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, a heathen king, and he saw a great metallic statue. We could do a whole lesson on that, but here's the point that I want to reference for our present discussion. In his dream, the king saw a rock cut without human hands become a great mountain that filled the whole earth. He saw a rock that was cut without human hands touching it. Or, or, or you, you know how they get rocks, like a rock quarry. They chip away at blocks and stones and then take them and shape them and utilize them for whatever purpose. Well, in the, in the dream that the king had, which Daniel interpreted, this rock, capital R, was cut without human hands and it became a great mountain that filled the whole earth. And Daniel was told by God that the dream signified that the Lord will set up his kingdom on earth and it will never be destroyed and never end. Now that's Daniel chapter 2 verses 35 and 30 and 44. Then in Daniel chapter 7, he was given, Daniel was given more information about the Lord's kingdom. He was specifically told it will be a kingdom of kingdoms and the greatness and the power of the kingdom will be given to God's people. In other words, the Lord's kingdom is going to be a kingdom made up of people. Now, that takes us back over to Revelation. In Revelation chapter 5, verse 10, John was taken up to heaven at the beginning of his vision and was shown the events he recorded. Well, he was taken up in chapter 4. We're in chapter 5. He's early in his interaction with all the beings that he sees and meets. He was taken into heaven and shown the events he recorded in Revelation. While in heaven, he saw redeemed people who were looking forward to coming back to earth. They've been in heaven since they died, since their bodies died, but they're looking forward to coming back to earth to reign. Now let me just read one verse. This is Revelation 5.10. 
Um, these are redeemed. Well, let me start in verse nine. These are people who've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. And they sung a new song saying, thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof for thou was slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation and has made us unto our God, kings and priests, and we shall reign on earth. Lots of stuff in that we're not going to address just because we don't have the time. But the point is John saw people who once lived on the earth earth their bodies died they passed into the unseen heaven and they are waiting to return to heaven to i mean to return from heaven to earth to reign jesus the rightful king is going to reign over people who reign now if we go back to genesis chapter one we find that god created men and women to reign on this earth genesis chapter one verse 26 And God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Now, let me stop right there. God created men and women to reign on earth. He gave us dominion, dominion and reign, dominion and reign, they're synonyms. Our created purpose will be restored when the family home is made new and we come back to the new earth to live forever. Now, when we talk about believers in Jesus reigning, we tend to think of reigning over the devil and over other people. But that's actually not what Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, or Revelation chapter 5, verse 10 are talking about. The devil had no power over mankind before Adam sinned. God didn't create men to reign over the devil. There was no need for it. Reigning over the devil didn't become necessary until sin. Reigning over the devil is a sub-purpose made necessary by the fall of man through sin. Through sin, he gained dominion over men. We were above him. Before sin. In our future home, the new earth, the devil will have no access to us because he will be forever removed. So there, we weren't created to reign over the devil and there'll be no need to reign over the devil on the new earth. He'll be out of our hair for good. These verses also don't refer to ruling over each other. I mean, think about it. I'll rule over you on Mondays and Wednesdays. You rule over me on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That doesn't, that doesn't make a lot of sense. The command to reign was given to all men and all women in Adam at the same time. Man was given dominion before sin, and all of us were in Adam when he was given dominion. We got it when he got it, and we lost it when he lost it. But it's restored to us through the new birth, and we will come back to earth to fulfill this command. See, reigning over the earth has to do with our relationship to the earth itself, the home that God created for us. This becomes clear when we read the rest of this passage here in Genesis, recounting God's creation of human beings. After God created Adam and Eve, he told them to be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth multiply and replenish the earth, 
The original Hebrew word is to fill. When the King James Version was translated in 1611, replenish meant to fill. Sometimes people read this and they say, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. They say, well, there were people here before Adam and Eve and we're going to refill the earth. There's there's not a scriptural basis for that. That's a whole can of worms for another day. They were supposed to fill the earth, bringing forth his family through natural processes. But he also told them to fill the earth and subdue it with all its vast resources. That's how the Amplified reads, verse 28. Human beings were commissioned to take earth's plenteous resources and uh, use them to create a way of life for themselves or cultures and civilizations. Men and women were supposed to create cultures and civilizations that glorify God and bless their fellow man. By and large, mankind has failed to do that because of sin. But on the new earth, we're going to get a do-over to fulfill our created purpose. More tomorrow. You've been listening to Diane Kennedy of Riches in Christ. To order this week's teaching on CD, be ready for our number coming up soon. Diane teaches locally every Friday night at 7.30 p.m. near Highway 44 in Jameson at 4720 Jameson. Praise and worship is provided by Mercy's Child before each lesson. Riches in Christ provides a website at www.richesinchrist.com where you can listen to this week's radio lesson, download years of teachings and outlines, sign up for free weekly outlines, and order Diane's book, God is Good and Good Means Good. Friends, knowing that God is good is the single most important thing to stand on when trouble hits. If you think the trouble comes from or is allowed by God, then you need this book. For information or to order this week's lesson on CD, call us at 1-888-739-6619. Please mention today's date. Our number again is 1-888-739-6619.